Good day, everyone. This is Jim Phillips, editor and publisher of Nil Desperandum, uh, with another Nil Desperandum Metacast. Today I am joined by Deanna Nippling. Deanna is the author of Miracle Texas, which you just recently heard, I hope, uh, as Nil Desperandum number 12. So, Deanna, thank you for joining me. Hi. Appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Uh, so, Miracle Texas. I can't hardly say. I can't hardly even say the title without jumping into accent. Miracle Texas. <laughs> you know I do too. <laughs> uh, so this story in particular, obviously, is definitely has some some echoes of uh, the uh, the very old kind of worldwide Amazon myths. How did you come to? to write the story as, as, a, as a Western? Uh, I started out with it as a Western and gradually realized that there were Amazons in it. And, and then I went back and edited it and um, kind of brought that out a little more. So, so you started with a Western and, and it turned into an Amazon myth rather than thinking, oh, I, I, want, to write, I want to write a story about Amazons and it just happened to end up a Western. Exactly. <laughs> Um, is this, are you, do you do a lot of Western or is this? I do, but it's set more in my, uh, home state, which is South Dakota rather than Texas. It just happened to be Texas that time, I guess. Um, I do write Westerns, but they're weird Westerns. So I don't know. Does that count as actually writing Westerns? I haven't answered that to my own satisfaction yet. <laughs> well, I certainly suppose. I certainly suppose that works. Um, now, the Justine. She's an interesting character. And, and already, uh, the even though the story has only been out for a couple of days now, I've had a, a number of people uh, mention that they, they love the opening. I mean, just the opening sentence. If he'd meant to leave his wife for her, he shouldn't have shot her horse. That's that's probably one of the greatest hooks, opening hooks I've I've ever read. Well, thanks. <laughs> that, that's what I started out with when it was originally just going to be a western and not about Amazons. Now, is is Justine invented out of whole cloth, or does she? Um, is, is she you know, an, a, an amalgam of, of you or other people that you know? Or, or where does the character of Justine come from? Um, you know, I'm not entirely sure. Um, she started out kind of as a, uh, not as a representation of me, but uh, as, a, you know, if I were going to see a movie about a Western woman, what would I want to see? And I just started kind of writing out a wish list and it was, Ended up kind of being like Juliette Lewis in I forget what the movie is the the one where she goes on a uh, murderous rampage with this other guy and I forget what it's called but um, she started out as kind of that character and I guess I could look it up. Uh, it's the one with Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yes, yes, that yeah, one. I can see the movie in my head, but I can't think. Of the, uh, yeah, I can't think of the name either. That's okay. Um, now, as as a an Amazon myth, if you will, it certainly does not turn out well for most of them. 
I couldn't see any way that it could. Well, it's. It, I guess that's kind of one of the interesting things that I like about this story is is you you could certainly see, or at least I, I could see reading through it, how it could fall into you know more of a, a of an action fantasy where you know all of a sudden you know all the Amazons turn up in town and and kick ass and take names and uh, you know, ride off into the sunset having killed all the men and that. You know that might work once, but <laughs> you know, there's always another town. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that we're. I don't certainly don't think that would have been as good a story, although it might have been entertaining. But <laughs> you know, kind of devolving into more of an escapist fantasy than uh... now. The one thing that I did find interesting is why, and, and that I wanted to ask you about is. I guess, why did you kill off Giles' wife at the end? It ended up, because it's an Amazon story, it ended up being kind of, um, well, to me anyway, a metaphor for this group of women trying to go it on their own and failing to do so. And the alternative was um, kind of wife. And the way that she lived and how she wasn't an Amazon and everything about her was not Amazon-like. And she still got screwed. So there really was no good way out of the situation for Justine. She couldn't settle down and be happy or even really live. And she couldn't not settle down and be happy and really live. I don't know. I just was in a mood to write something where nothing worked out well. <laughs> well, it, it now that you mention it, that kind of brings up another point. It, it certainly does not, I mean, even for Justine, as you point out, it, it does not work out well for any of the women in the story. Is there, you know, as, as, as a male reader, is there some message I'm supposed to take away from oh. this? Or, uh... <laughs> and no, I mean, um, if you look at the Western genre, um, the, the really great movies and fiction, um, they aren't about, the happy endings because as really the old West died, that whole culture just died. And when you go back to like the origins of uh, the old West tales that you could find in uh, samurai movies and uh, like, if you trace the magnificent seven back to the seven samurai, the samurai culture just died out as well. Um, but if you look at things like the, like um, unforgiven, Again, you've got the Old West culture, and you've got uh, the situation with the, the prostitutes and everything there. And that whole thing doesn't end well, and it, it just dies out. So, to me, that's just um, kind of a way of me celebrating the genre, I guess. That whole, the whole culture of the Old West was about things that have passed on. And so, taking a look at that and tying it back to Amazon myths... Well, the Amazons, they died out as well. So, it wasn't really supposed to be a moralistic tale, but just kind of like uh, tying the Amazons back to the Old West culture and uh, something that is passed on, and it is no more, and it is doomed, and we will love it anyway. That certainly makes sense. It's it's something I hadn't considered before, but I, mean, I would certainly agree. Every you know, every decent, every even halfway decent Western movie, there's you know, the, the end... Things don't work out well at the end, and and any victories that are achieved along the way, 
as you point out, they they really are kind of pyrrhic victories because yep. in the end, everyone here is going to lose regardless. Yep. Excellent. Um, to switch gears for a moment, uh, you have uh, the one novel out, yes? The yep. Choose Your Doom Zombie Apocalypse? Yep. Um, tell me about that. What's... What's, well, first, what's that about, I guess? Uh, it's, um, uh, actually, it's, I guess it kind of ties in now that, now that uh, we bring these things up in context in that it's about people who are doomed <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how things are not going to go well. Um, yeah, it's uh, set in Colorado Springs, which is where I currently live now, and it's the hypothetical battle between the evolution of um, mold and human beings as carried out along the, the Broadmoor Hotel and the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo and downtown and through various restaurants and streets and places that I know, including Cheyenne Mountain, which is the hypothetical location of uh, the Stargate, which I always thought was fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's kind of like the old Choose Your Own Adventure books where you get to pick your own paths. However, you die. You, the, the goal is simply to... Ch- to um, Select your preferred method of dying, which to me, uh, to get to the end, you have to be able to save the world as you die. But, you know, <laughs> often that will not be the case. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so how did, how did you, I mean, did, did uh, Doom Press approach you or did you pitch, did you pitch this to them? I pitched something else to them, and they came back with me and said, uh, so what do you think about the old Choose Your Own Adventure books? And I said, well, if the parts where you die are always better, and they're like, have we got a job for you? <laughs> uh, so were the zombies your idea, or did they... Nope, they wanted they, to start off with the zombies. They, they, want, they want a zombie story. Excellent. Yep. Okay. Uh, any more of these that you're going to be working on? Um, we are planning on doing another one pretty soon. Uh, as soon as we get some technical difficulties out of the way, it's going to be about 2012. Okay. So the Mayan apocalypse. Ah, good tie-in. <laughs> yeah. Good tie-in. Yeah, we figured we should get that one done first, just in case. So I, I, I have to ask, as a <clears throat> as a big fan of the the old <coughs> Choose Your Own Adventure books, and in fact, I re- recently just bought a number of the reprints for my son, and and he loves them as well. How do you find writing in that that second person multiple ending choose your own the choose your own adventure style versus a traditional narrative? Um, laying out the PowerPoint took more time than writing the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I struggled with that. Um, and then, of course, uh, there were edits to the layout before I even started writing, so I had to pull everything up and do a couple of things over again. Oh, <laughs> it was painful. I don't. I can't see it getting any easier. But it was um, one of the more fun experiences I've had plotting a book. Too. I guess that's true because you, you, in order to really pull it together, you can't. Even if you're not the kind of writer who who outlines everything in advance with that style, you really do need to kind of flowchart where all the possible stories are going, and then. You're just kind of filling in the words on the page based on that, right? Um, yeah. Plus, I had a couple of things, uh, four or five different events that happened 
in every single pathway that gets to a certain point. So there were universal events that I had to script all the way across all my branches. And then there are some branches that cross back over onto each other. And then I had to cross out the zombie path because you can end up turning into a zombie and still being an actor in the, throughout the book as you go through the book. So I, I was trying to get really clever with it and I think we pulled it off, but it took a long time to lay out. All right. It's a lot of work. And we, um, uh, one of my compatriots has a, uh, um, uh, zombie podcast that he's been working on for a while. It's a, an audio drama. And it's, <laughs> zombies are always entertaining. Everyone loves zombies. You know, I actually met someone who doesn't like zombies and has said they're the stupidest thing ever. And I, I just, he and I just cannot see eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to ask also, just because kind of looking through your bibliography here, um, you have a uh, short story published a fly in amber uh-huh and i have to admit i i haven't read it uh but just based on the blurb on your website uh and being a big big uh, scotch drinker uh who was myself incre- incredibly uh uh attracted to the the story when they found that uh, cash of <gasps> uh, scotch from shackleton what is this story about a fly in amber you know it's about the ironies that sometimes happen in life. <laughs> I think I'll just leave it at that. It's about it's about the shackled and scotch. Things don't go well. They're doomed. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a, a pattern here. <laughs> I swear that's not every single thing that I write, but it just does seem to be the theme today. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you taking the time to to talk to us today. Uh, where can people find more information about you and about your work? Um, you can find more information about me at com, And I also have a small press set up now called wonderlandpress.com. Okay, great. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. And I uh, hope uh, we will hear more from you in the future. Thanks for having me. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks, Deanna. This show is brought to you by Bear Crawling Nation. Check out this and other podcasts at bearcrawlingnation.com. Bear